Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome along to this Big Red Bench podcast. My name is Rory O'Hagan, and Colm O'Sullivan's name is Colm O'Sullivan. It sure is. How are you doing, Rory? I'm good, buddy. How was your weekend? Very, very good. Busy, but uh, we actually had sport to watch and sport to talk about, which is great. Yeah, I had to leave a few WhatsApp groups because of Liverpool fans, so that's... um... (laughs) They're enjoying their celebrations. Well, I was on air over the weekend and I was getting bombarded on Saturday to play You'll Never Walk Alone. So <laughs> Neil Pendable brought me on air last Friday because he was getting bombarded with people saying, play it. And people bombarded him saying, if you play this, I'll turn you off. And never That's exactly again. what right. I was getting on Saturday I, I, as well. I had people yeah, say I, I, they will I, I never, ever you. listen to me yeah, again yeah. if I play it. <laughs> yeah. I just said to Neil, look, you have to play it. They yeah. haven't won it in 30 years. They deserve it more I played like 40 seconds of it just to keep people happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's 40 seconds too long. A lot too of people long, will yeah. say, but look. <laughs> Good. So we'll talk about Liverpool in a minute being crowned champions uh, on Thursday night. So we'll talk about that in a bit. We're also going to talk about Cork City uh, returning back to uh, action and uh, looking like the end of July there. Mm. But have to start uh, this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast, but the, the Core County Board have released their revised uh, 2020 County Championship schedule. Now, we've all been waiting uh, on this after we uh, saw on Friday GAA releasing their schedule. So we're all waiting on the County Board to say when they were going to be returning. So Championship Games will resume on the weekend of July the 24th to the 26th. That's three weeks on Friday. And they will be concluded by there the weekend of October 2nd to 4th. Now, the group stages, uh, the head group stages are going to take place across six weeks games up to September 6th. There's going to be a free weekend of full uh, weekend of games. The group stage format has been retained, but only two teams are going to progress now instead of three all knockout games as well. We'll finish on the day, so no replays. Uh, the game is going to take new, uh, place at neutral venues as well. There'll be no double headers unless the rule on our 500 people at outdoor gatherings uh, is relaxed. Uh, elsewhere, the, the county leagues now considered null and void. No plans to conclude the county under 21 football competition. Uh, no decision has yet been made on the under 21 hurling competition. Uh, but good news um, with the games uh, coming back July 24th, we'll see our first uh, competitive action in Cullum. Uh, you've been talking to Joey Blake of the Cork County Board. I have indeed, and I was just saying to to him roar that it's great to actually have sport to talk about and games to talk about again and just to get back up and running yeah it's absolutely brilliant column I think look the last couple of months has been very difficult for like for the, the whole country in terms of the, the coronavirus and obviously sport and G was put on hold uh, back in March and maybe at the start of uh, May when the GA president uh, John Horn appeared on the Sunday game and kind of a lot of people were worried after mm. uh, what he might have said about, you know, maybe the lack of games with social distancing. But look, things have moved on. They've moved on uh, at pace. And obviously, in terms of government guidelines, HSE guidelines and Crow Park guidelines. So we were delighted that this morning that we've been able to announce a, a fixture program. The we, we couldn't really act or do anything until we saw what happened in terms of the Munster Championship, uh, whether Cork were playing yeah. in a, a semi, in terms of hurling, in ter- whether they were playing in a semi-final or quarter-final, because you'd be able to get yourself an extra week there. Obviously, they were drawn in the semi-final against Watford, so uh, Friday evening, the CCC met, and we went through things for a couple of hours. We met again Saturday evening, we met again yesterday evening, and then uh, last night we were able to present to the executive our plan and uh, the executive um, signed off on it and this morning the, the clubs were notified. 
So there's a good window to get it all done before Cork return to action because that's going to probably be early November now. So you have until then really and we've games allowed from the end of July. So you're getting back to action end of July with the championship starting up. And the format is, there's going to be slight changes to the format but it's going to be pretty similar even though you did consider straight knockouts and back doors and smaller groups and lots of different ideas. But you've gone with the group format uh, but two teams progressing is how it's going to be. Yeah, that's the that's the plan, Column. Look, we, we sat down and kind of we we met over um, uh, remotely. We met uh, on video meetings and we, we we put everything out there. We put um, straight knockout. We put um, back door. We put in. We talked about groups of three. And then look, we last year we obviously decided to the the the, the, Cartier, the clubs of Cartier decided about the groups of four. And we decided we would go with that because we wanted mm. to keep the integrity of that. We also have um, relegation. We've included that as well because that was all part of the um, the proposal that was accepted last year and voted upon by the clubs of Cork. So um, we've made a, f- a few minor tweaks. Um, what we would have done at the start of the year is we would have had provision for preliminary quarterfinals. We now have removed them. So... Um, there would be, would say, for example, in the senior hurling and senior football um, competitions, the premier competitions, um, it's the top two, um, so that's six teams, and then you will have the division or colleges. Whoever comes out of that six section would make seven, and then they will play off in, in the knockout format. And all games will take place at neutral venues. Yes, our game will take place in neutral venues and we will, because of the crowd limits, you're only limited, allowed 500 people. Yeah. And that includes players and we'd say backroom teams and club officials and spectators. So what we're going to do is we're not going to have any double headers. There's going to be just 500 people at the games and we will wait um, for further guidance uh, from Crow Park on how that is to be implemented. And you'd be kind of you'd be kind of hoping, hoping, wouldn't you, that maybe by September or the back end of September into October, yeah. those crowds will increase by quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because, but obviously, like Colm, this is this situation is so fluid in terms of dealing with this uh, pandemic. And look, we'll take our our, our guide our guidance from the HSE and the government and from Crow Park on that. So, and we're also not going to have any double headers, so as to try and ensure that we don't go over the the five hundred the 500 limit so that's why it's going to be neutral venues and it's also going to be single games only Great stuff Listen Joseph we leave you go thanks a million for chatting to us and great to be finally getting back to action Alright thanks Colm Yeah so that's Joseph Blake the Cork PRO there and uh, he's excited and they're delighted I think <laughs> just to just to be able to do it because as he was alluding to their roar um, when the GA president went to the Sunday game a couple of months ago and said there might be no games this year everyone was very very worried at that stage so it's great that it's coming back a lot sooner than people had hoped um, even though it might be reduced crowds and attendances and all that but uh, just to get back playing even yeah, it's amazing, yeah, because I remember that John Horne saying, look, there's going to be no championship in 2020, and everyone's kind of going, what, no, no Gaelic games in, in 2020? And he was on about waiting until next year until a vaccine is found and all that. So to be at this stage is fantastic. I can only imagine the logistical headache that the Cork County Board yeah. Executive had in putting this fixture schedule together. It's so compact. 
Um, it has to be done uh, by um, October uh, 11 because the county, uh, the 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 intercounty campaign starting uh, the following weekend. So look, a lot of work has gone into this fair play to them. Obviously, not everyone's going to be happy. It's impossible to keep everyone happy. But look, they've done their best, and look, it's it's exciting, and the fact that like competitive county championship games are starting on July 24th, when, as you say, John Horn said no GAA in 2020 just a couple of weeks ago, is fantastic news, and I'd imagine everyone in the county is looking forward to it. It's wonderful, and there's great excitement about it, and everyone is looking forward to it at all levels. It goes right down through the divisions and down through the levels, and then at the top level, I suppose, in terms of intercounty as well, Roar, that's going to be coming back later in the year, and we're going to have all Ireland finals at Christmas. <laughs> that's going to be class like you know singing jingle bells on your way to a game if the crowds are allowed back into Croke Park uh, the football final on December 19th just six days before Santa arrives and the uh, the hurling final day the Sunday before that so yeah it is going to be uh, weird watching an All-Ireland final the Saturday before Christmas uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gotta exciting, be, it's different and look, it's it's great that it's actually It happening. is, it's going to be really strange but I think sport is good at Christmas time I mean, you always love the Premier League games at Christmas time, I always remember the League of Ireland games when the season yeah. used to be a winter season as well and people used to be dressed in the Santa hats at matches at Cork City and so on so now you're going to have a load of Santa hats at Croke Park at Christmas and people dressed up and festive, you'd hope if there's crowds and there probably will hopefully be some sort of crowds at that stage on a, on a small level at least, um, so it It'll be great fun and, you know, even just the Christmas atmosphere at home with the games on TV, it's something different and it's only going to be for one year, we'd imagine, but uh, it'll definitely, I think, add a nice a nice little element to it. Yeah, I really look forward to it. I remember those Cork City games at Christmas as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be different, but look, fantastic to see it's happening and look, yeah, really looking forward to the start of uh, the GAA uh, season mm. now, so to speak, the shortened season uh, starting on Friday, three weeks. Now, we did mention Liverpool at the top of the show. Um, they have been crowned champions for the first time in 30 years, and there is nobody on this earth I can think of that would say that they are not deserving champions. Uh, they are absolute deserving champions. Like, I don't care if you're a Liverpool fan, a Manchester United fan, or whatever. If you are if you love Liverpool, you hate Liverpool, you have to say they're deserving champions. I mean, they've had a phenomenal season. Um, even though it was, it, they had the break for the coronavirus and everything, they came back and they had a, a, a good win the other night. And then um, Man City won it for them the following night. Um, and I mean, they've just been phenomenal all season. Jurgen Klopp has built a brilliant team there. And it's the culmination, really, Roar, of the last three or four years they've been building up to this they got to the Champions League final and lost two years ago they won the Champions League last year they very nearly won the Premier League last year and went to the last day and they got a, a points total last season that would have won it for them any other season yeah. but finally this season they there was no question about it I mean they won it by by a record margin and it's the, they're the earliest team ever to win the Premier League it's phenomenal it, it, they've got a great squad I mean that, that front three at Liverpool is amazing and just like, to watch them is fantastic I mean they're so exciting you know something great is always going to happen when you see them on the pitch and I think Jurgen Klopp is a guy who transcends rivalries and he's kind of universally liked and I saw on Sky Sports on Thursday night they, they had a great discussion with lots of Liverpool legends on uh, afterwards the likes of Kenny Daglish and Graham Souness and Jamie Carragher and Klopp himself came on but uh, it, it was Phil Thompson who was saying that um, Jurgen Klopp is liked by everyone he's just such a great character I mean Alex Ferguson, for years, he wasn't universally liked. He was definitely universally respected, but loads of rival fans hated Alex Ferguson. I think there's a, a likability about Jurgen Klopp, and everyone kind of says, this guy's cool, he's a bit of a geezer, he's fun, <laughs> he, you know, like, he, he's just a cool guy. 
Yeah, and this was Jurgen Klopp uh, speaking on Sky Sports afterwards because they obviously got a, a camera on him after uh, Chelsea's win over Manchester City last Thursday night. And he was quite emotional afterwards, quite understandably as well. We all do that together. Look, it's a mix. It's a mix of um, of the of, of the history you created because that's our obviously the things we we are we are compared with, rightly so. I think we found a good way to get a little bit rid of it because we had to write our own story. But anyway, it's, it, that gives us on the other side a lot of power. Um, it's the atmosphere in and around the club, the, 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 the intensity level, how everybody lives football in this club. And then it's 100%. We had, the, we had a really good hand in, um, um, in choosing the players we, 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 we kept here and the, bringing on the players we brought into here. It's a wonderful mix. They, they are all winners without winning 50 times in the past. So it means we have them now here. Now we can start winning together. And um, it's so incredibly difficult in, in, in these competitions where we are part of, but it's only possible with consistency. And that drives us, that drives us. We knew three years ago, we played a really good season. And I think we finished fourth and it was clear, but we lack consistency. And um, so, but you cannot ask for that. And then the boys deliver. You have to work on that. You have to create that. Um, you have to convince people and that's what we all did together so um, without the players I could do nothing but of course um, um, from time to time you have to you have to help them a little bit with a few words and that's what we do as well so it's it's a big moment I cannot I, I have no real words to be honest um, I, I it's, it's such a big moment I'm completely overwhelmed I never would have thought that it, that it would feel like this I have no idea and um, it's just big sorry gentlemen yeah. um, see you all the best. So that was Jurgen Klopp. He was too emotional to finish into the sky. He just walked off afterwards. I think he wanted to get back in and have a pint with the lads because they, they, they looked like they had a great night afterwards. The celebrations, yeah, they were. They, they seemed fantastic. Question for you. Would you have rather won the Premier League title on the pitch? They faced Man City this mm. coming Thursday. Would you have rather have won it on the pitch or does it even matter that they, they, they weren't playing when they, they, they were crowned champions? I was thinking about this a lot in the lead up to the, uh, the Man City and Chelsea game on Thursday night and... If you'd asked me before the game, I'd have said definitely Liverpool fans and Liverpool players would rather win it on the pitch. But even if they won it on the pitch, there's no fans there or anything. And the way it transpired, they were all together in a hotel, uh, just the squad and the management. And they were watching it there. You saw the pictures on Sky. They were watching it on a big screen. They were sitting around having a couple of drinks and they were all able to celebrate together. And it looked like they had great celebrations. So I, I think they enjoyed the way it transpired. But I do think there's still that element... I think they'd have loved to win it uh, Thursday night this week at the Etihad. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to like even like for us as like Cork City fans, the league titles that we've won 2005, uh, an absolutely magical night um, at Turner's Cross 2011, the first division title, which yeah. is still my favourite sporting moment uh, of all time. Um, that was just an incredible, incredible night beating Shelburne up there. Even 2017, finally getting over the line against Derry City. That was a magical night at Turner's Cross fantastic nights fantastic support and it was fantastic but as you say with the coronavirus and with no attendances I don't think it really and not that it really doesn't really matter it would have been weird anyway um, Will Man City have to give them a guard of honour now is the question on, <laughs> on Thursday night I think they'll have to yeah, it's tradition isn't it so it is you, you wouldn't know Guardiola is kind of uh, he's kind of uh, an angry man at times would he want to do that <laughs> I think they kind of have to, don't they? I think, I, yeah, I think they will. Um, and it'll be a nice little touch. And look, the Liverpool are deserving of it, deserving champions, and remains to be seen uh, whether or not they'll mount a challenge next year. They definitely, well, 
it's not going to be to be seen. I think they definitely will. They will mount a um, challenge. It's, it's if they can do it again and if they can retain it. And I think they can, but I mean, it's going to be tough for I mean, Man City are are really strong as it is. They'll they They'll only go and strengthen further. Chelsea have already made moves to kind of strengthen their squad. You'd imagine Man United will. I think it'll be a very competitive Premier League next year. Yeah, really looking forward to that. And Manchester United uh, doing all right under Alexander Solskjaer yeah. to the FA Cup uh, semi-finals. Just about that. Um, unconvincing win over Norwich on Saturday, but out there in the semi-finals, I don't think they'll care. Actually, speaking of Cork City, uh, good news last week uh, from Bishopstown, seeing the lads back training finally. Seems like there's a bit of white smoke as well, Colm, and it looks like the end of July, Cork City will be back in action. It's looking like the 31st of July roar is going to be the first game, and that that would would be Cork City against Bowes because that's where they left off. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll have Cork City and Bowes in Turners Cross on the 31st of July. Again, it'll be limited attendances. As it stands, they would be allowed to 500 people there. That could still change to more or to less, but as it stands, you would be allowed to 500 people there. But as Joseph Blake said about the GA earlier on, that includes your players, your management, mm-hmm. it will include security, media. Um, so really, you'd imagine the maximum left over would be 400 supporters, which I'd say Cork City have about doubled that at least in season ticket holders. So it's going to be a tough one to, to decide who you can have there crowd-wise. But hopefully um, there's some solution in terms of streaming and so on, maybe that, that people can watch the games anyway online if they can't go to the games themselves. But I think regardless of that, I think people will just be delighted to have it back. It just remains to be seen what format in terms of how many games is it going to be a, an 18 yeah. game season is there going to be more it won't be the full 36 games um, what, 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 will it, what will it be will there be 13, 14 games left to play will there be more than that and promotion relegation is going to be a big thing as well there's a lot of discussion about that and that seems to be the main stumbling block to actually getting it over the line at the moment yeah, I would love to have seen like the full program of games uh, maintained and pushed into to winter and try and get back to to winter football somewhat. Although you remember freezing cold days yeah. in Turner's Cross, <laughs> your toes freezing. Again, it'd be nice to, like the G8 to have the Christmas games though. <laughs> yeah, and I'd, I'd like it to continue. But look, anything is better than nothing, which is what is there at the moment. And um, for Cork City to get back in action, it's imperative really, and for the League of Ireland as a whole. I mean, like I know there's a lot of talk that like there there could there's talk that like some teams might not return um, and um, if there has to be promotion and relegation as well otherwise the first division is utterly pointless well there's talk so, there's talk Roar that, that if relegation was off the table one of the proposals is that there would be a 12 team Premier Division just for one season next year and that would be the, that would mean there's still promotion from the first division but there'd be no relegation from the uh, Premier Division which uh, as a biased Cork City supporter that would, after the start of the season, we had suit us down to the ground. I think this year, but... yeah, I don't think we'd be upset about no relegation. <laughs> but that's just one. That's just one proposal. Like, There's a number of proposals yeah. on the table. But you'd like to see promotion. I mean, like uh, the first division can be a bit of a graveyard at the best times. I spend a lot of time down in Covert Ramblers, and it's very, very hard in in the first division. So to have something to play for, to have that carrot at the end of the season, it's imperative. Otherwise, the first division is dead. I, I think. Ah, you're dead right, Jaya. You have to have some sort of promotion. I think the, the most likely outcome at the moment looks like and Shamrock Rovers as of last night were the only team objecting to this from the Premier Division teams is that it will be one team relegated and one team automatically promoted and there'll be no playoffs or anything like that so it will be literally only the bottom team in the Premier Division would be in danger but there's still objections to that I think from certain clubs maybe the likes of Sligo and Waterford possibly Cork City as well you can imagine that that, that City would be um, in some danger this season after the start they had of possibly being down that end of the table so uh, hopefully Cork City come back all guns blazing and put 
push up towards the the other end of the table but uh, if you're looking at the start of the season that wasn't the case so I mean the less chance of relegation I think the better this season from a biased point of view or <laughs> Yeah, well, fingers crossed uh, for that. But uh, that's pretty much our uh, podcast for you for today. I'd like to thank you all very much indeed uh, for listening in. Like Big excitement with the GAA coming back and Cork City coming back as well. So the end of July looks like we're getting back to some degree of normality at least, uh, which is very, very exciting indeed. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at Big Red Bench for all the latest sports updates. But I suppose until next week, that's it from us, Colin. Thanks, Roar. See you later. Hey, 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 hey. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m.